We're talking about a conversation that I'm wondering if you can relate to. 77% of women say that they feel that stress-related issues makes them want to quit their job. It's 66% for men. And I'm wondering if this is something that you feel relates to you. Have you experienced burnout because of your job? What exactly is burnout? And how is it different than just being stressed and being tired? We're talking about it right now with our guest, who's the executive director of the Prosperity Project, Julie Savard-Shaw. Julie, thanks so much for making the time. Really appreciate the conversation. Thank you for having me. So there are a lot of Canadians that feel like they might just want to quit their job because they're feeling burnout. Clarify what burnout even is. Yeah, I mean, our survey didn't go into the definition or the kind of medical outline of what burnout is. But broadly speaking, what we looked at was, um, you know, the, 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 what, how burnout was affecting your job. So mm. stress, um, whether you were feeling appreciated at work. Um, whether you were getting enough support, um, whether you felt like you had the opportunity to prioritize yourself and kind of your work-life balance. And this is something that disproportionately affects women. Um, 77% of women say that they've considered Mm -hmm. quitting their jobs over work-related issues, things like stress, things like burnout. How could that really affect our overall economy here in Canada? Yeah, no, it's it's really alarming. Um, if that trend continues to go up, it could have a huge impact on the economy. And, you know, it's not just about the possibility of, like, mass resignation, but it's also about productivity, right? If seven, 77% of women currently say that they have considered quitting their job or are currently considering it, that kind of means that they're not as productive as they could be at work. Mm. And so that is also having an impact on our economy. And, you know, as we're coming out of COVID and, and everyone's struggling and the economy's struggling, um, I think that's definitely something that employers need to pay attention to because at the end of the day, um, there are easy policies to implement. Um, You know, you can, put policies in place to change the culture of the organization. You can have more flexible um, work environments, particularly for women. You know, a big part of why women say they are burnt out was um, the disproportionate um, impact of family responsibilities on them. So childcare is still a huge um, reason why women feel stressed and burnt out and tired. Um, so, yeah. And that's not to say that it's only women that are feeling this way. I mean, 66% of men said that they've considered the same situation, considered quitting their job because of stress and because of burnout. I mean, we have a really big situation here where a lot of people or a lot of Canadians are saying they don't necessarily feel happy in their current situation. Uh, but your focus is is a little bit more on women and not wanting them to be left behind um, after right. the pandemic. So talk a little bit about that, your work with the Prosperity Project. What is that and what's the goal? Mm-hmm. So the Prosperity Project was started in April of 2020 um, and at at the outset of the pandemic. Um, It was started by uh, 62 um, great leader uh, women, when we call them visionaries, and they came together because they feared that the pandemic would have an impact on women. And uh, as we've seen, the data demonstrate um, that it has. A lot of women ended up leaving the workforce. Um, you know, to take care of, of the kids and, and the hybrid uh, school models and whatnot. Um, but now that we're moving away from the pandemic, 
we've turned our attention to identifying and um, addressing the barriers that still stand in the way of women's economic prosperity. Um, so this survey that we did um, is one of our programs uh, by by having research and identifying what's going on, we are then be- better positioned to, you know, make recommendations and look at the policies that can um, help women rise to leadership positions. Um, we have another, uh, we have two other programs, um, and those are more kind of hands-on. So one of them is a mentorship program. Um, we've seen, and there's evidence that demonstrates that women, when they have access to a mentor, um, are more likely to rise in their career. Um, they develop soft skills. They uh, become more confident. They develop strategies to ask for, you know, raises or, or more um, responsibilities. So that leadership or that mentorship program has been really, really beneficial. And then finally, every year we do um, what we call our annual report card, and we send another survey, and this is to the um, 500 uh, biggest companies across Canada, and the survey looks at um, their diversity and inclusion in four levels of leadership. Hmm. So we're not just looking at the top leadership, um, we are also looking at pipeline to leadership, because I think that's an area that's been overlooked. Um, You know, it's really important to have diversity and inclusion at the top. But what happens when those people leave, we need to make sure that we have those the pipeline um, and those people ready to take over. Yeah, you know, it it sounds like, um, and in other conversations that we've had on the show too, you know, this sort of same idea keeps coming up that employers really just sort of need to take stock of their employees' individual needs and be able to cater to them. You know, if it's a woman that needs to to maybe take care of her kids or needs more flexible hours or, um, you know, whatever the situation is, I think it sounds That's to right. me like employers really need to look at their employees on a case-by-case basis and just offer some more support as a whole. Is that is that sort of what you would hope for in the future? Yeah, definitely. I think one of the reasons Uh, why everyone is feeling that way, men and women, is that um, I think historically we've been taking a a cookie-cutter approach to, um, you know, how you go to work and what your expectations are and that kind of, uh, well, and and then the other thing is now with phones and with access to internet, like you're always connected, right? And so I think it's very important for leaders to also um, reinforce that, work-life balance is important and that wellness of their employees is a top priority. Yeah, let's hope that uh, let's hope that we continue to drive towards that work-life balance. It seems that so many people are really not experiencing it right now. These numbers are alarming. Julie, thank you so much for sharing the details of your research and uh, the Prosperity Project. I can't thank you enough for your time. Thank you. Of course. Bye. That's Julie Savard-Shaw, Executive Director of the Prosperity Project, talking about burnout being the new threat to Canada's economy. Again, that's 77% of women say that they want to quit their jobs uh, because they feel stressed or overworked. 66% of men say that they feel the same thing. And uh, when it comes to who's actually quitting, 32% of Canadians report actually quitting their job and actually going through with it. And, you know, 32% is still a really large number. But if you're talking about 66 or 77% of people in their roles feeling unhappy or feeling burnt out. I mean, that's not that's not a way to live. That's not quality of life for anyone.